From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast of sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open a cold beer and let's get after. As always, we are rocking with that May Day Brewery beer, the official uh, beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Catch them every Thursday for Bingo and Tuesdays for Singo with Ozzy. Uh, I'm rocking that uh, uh, the 10 year anniversary Toga beer. Nice. Uh, that's going to be my my next beer. I started out with a Daddy's Money. So, um, Ooh, all classic. Yeah, I've been I've been hitting that ten tenth anniversary beer for about three or four recordings now. So your boy had to switch nice. it up a bit. Went with the went with my personal one. You know, I don't know. If, I I wouldn't say Daddy's Money is my personal favorite. It's the classic favorite does that make sense yeah you know what i'm saying like oh, yeah. i'm not you know yeah if 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 it was like gun to my head and they're like pick one real quick i'm like daddy's money you know what i'm saying i'm like i'm not trying to think about it like yeah. think of all the crazy names of them and stuff yeah i just know that one immediately so and i've been keeping mine cold like you suggested yeah. bob that's much that's better I, that's much better <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'm the same way with the redhead uh that is that is my that's you know my favorite beer of theirs um today we are covering a bunch of news inside the NHL. we've got the absolute craziness of the playoffs and the first round to cover uh we've got some news from outside the nhl uh don't forget to check us out on patreon and twitch to support the show uh i've got the new jedi survivor game so i'll be playing that on stream uh for probably the next uh week or two a couple weeks uh super hyped about that um how are you this week buddy doing good man um just been hanging out. Stephanie uh, is done with her, you know, first nursing school semester. Uh, apparently they call them years though. So she's a second year now. Hasn't been quite a year, uh, but um, <laughs> so, so she's, she's in year two of the first year. So, uh, you know, congrats to her, but you know, really congrats to, you know, to me and, and our, my sanity. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's been great, but I've just been hanging out playing some, you know, Xbox chilling, watching playoffs, bro. It's been, ah, it's been such good, such good hockey, man. Such good hockey. Uh, what about you, buddy? How you been doing? Doing good, man. Got back from another crawfish boil. Uh, I've been going, my weekends have been absolutely slammed, uh, cause we had new Orleans. Then I had a crawfish boil. Then I had Virginia for another bachelor party. Then we had crawfish boil, uh, this weekend, uh, the, wife and uh the sister-in-law and the sister-in-law's uh 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 family i guess my brother-in-law's family they're all going downtown in nashville uh i'm joining them we're gonna go get some hot chicken and some beers so we're just you know burning the candle at both ends but at least this one is sounds horrible some fun 
Mm, sounds uh, all, I guess they've all, all been know. fun. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, past New Orleans, <laughs> past New, past New, past the New Orleans trip. I was like, shut it down for about two months. Everybody, everybody go home. I laid, yeah. I laid, I laid off workers in my body and stuff, man. I couldn't, you know, I just, I couldn't afford, I couldn't afford to pay them. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say you laid off workers at work. It just didn't work. Yeah. I just had that authority. I was just like, you know what guys, I'm, I had a good trip with my boys to New Orleans, but I'm not feeling it. So you guys are going to have to go home. No, no. It's like that, uh, that SpongeBob yeah. episode where he pops up into my brain and people are all scrambling around working. Yeah. I had to let a co I had to let a few folks go. So, uh, yeah. so I'm not envious. Yeah. I'm ready to do nothing this summer. You know, sometimes like, it's like, Oh, I want to do a bunch of stuff and go a bunch of places, man, this summer. I want to go nowhere and do nothing and I will have succeeded. You know, I'm going to come to your yeah. crawfish boil. That's, yeah. that's um, it. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> but yeah, you know, you were talking about, uh, Steph's, uh, you know, ner- uh, school and stuff. Uh, so I guess if she's, you know, had a full year within a year, that means I guess she gets another birthday party, right? Ah, I guess that's so. how I got to double it up, man. Got to, got to double it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She, she's gonna age like eight years while she's i know dude and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to let her go i'm gonna have to lay her off at that point she's gonna be too old <laughs> you know what i'm saying i was like, having a little yummy youth uh you know <laughs> uh but let's get a, a quick fit check uh, i just came in from working outside a little bit so i just threw on the first wine i saw and rocking a hat of, of a team that i can guarantee you will not lose a single playoff series this uh this year no, they're not. No, they're they going to go undefeated. They will not. Uh, in the playoffs this season. I, I cannot guarantee. It is, of course, a uh, San Jose Sharks hat. I cannot guarantee the same. Uh, my hat, hat wise, uh, East Nashville Brew Works. You know, so so no, you know, no danger in them winning a playoff game or series or losing one. Uh, but then I do something I normally didn't do. I like to usually switch it up. But I mean, apparently, you know. It was good luck for him last time, so I went back to the old Panthers Panthers sweater uh, and see if they have a little more luck. You know, the Leafs haven't won a yeah. first round playoff series in what seventeen years until this year, maybe fourteen. When was nineteen the, years? I think it was nineteen something. When was the last time they won a uh, won the uh, second round playoff series? We it has to have been longer than that. So that's just where we're gonna have to start talking about. <laughs> we're just gonna start talking about that. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe the least. At least I didn't want a second round playoff series in you know nineteen years. <laughs> you know it's crazy. It's been twenty years since they've seen sniff the third round. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess we were the reasons that uh, the Oilers in Florida won after wearing those we uh, sweaters last week. That's it. That's oh well. I guess well, I guess uh, we know the the Edmonton's <laughs> losing this time, buddy. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah. If uh, if only uh, one if only <laughs> one wins, then we'll know. You know, okay, it was the jerseys. If both of them lose, it was the combination of the jerseys. It had to have been the love had to be given from yeah. both sides. So. We'll see. Yeah. And if by some freak way, some freak old rule, the NHL decides to replace Edmonton with San Jose, then we know it was us. Oh, my gosh, dude. That would be that'd be too much. That would be too much power. It's like the Spider-Man thing. Like I'd have Uncle Ben in my face, you know, like you got to take you got to use your power. You know, and I will I will not. I will be 
immediately a villain immediately not even not like a slow fall <laughs> the villainy like i'm just there like it, it i'm i'm superpowers away from being a, yeah. a villain easy money yeah you know i'm somewhat of a hockey fan myself <laughs> um let's move in now to uh let's move into the news Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Forty-three points. I'm going to say that again. Forty-three points. That is the point differential between the Panthers and the Bruins, which now represents the largest upset in Stanley Cup playoff history for the best of seven series absolutely insane um for a good bit of that series it looked like boston was going to you know struggle a little bit close it out but then wow man i watching that game florida was absolutely just controlling everything and i was sitting there with my family uh watching it and um immediately the people who really don't watch hockey, they were like, I don't understand why people pull goalies. It never works. I'm like, I mean, statistically, it, it doesn't work. Otherwise, these professional coaches wouldn't do it. And then, bam, it worked. And they're like, wow, I've never seen that. I'm it's, like, well, it's, no. It's, it's you such just don't a, watch, really. Oh, right. <laughs> like, well, it's, it, such a, it's such a ridiculous thing to say because of literal rates of power play points. You understand that's a power play that has a terrible downside of the potential empty net goal. but also a power play with icing you know what i'm saying like we keep the puck down here every time they knock it out and they don't get to change people out like that's a that's an advantage you know that's not really thought about by by folks but i mean yeah talking about why would you do it okay first of all this is game seven of round one of the play we're we're losing yeah well you literally so if we don't do it we're going home you you understand you, you understand i don't have to i don't have to explain yeah. it to you but uh uh you yeah. know it's just crazy like why 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 wouldn't you like even in a regular season game i don't understand yeah. why you wouldn't you know like i mean i'm here to win right like yeah we're losing my biggest right gripe is yeah my biggest gripe is that teams don't do it soon enough yeah. I don't know how many times I see teams do it I'm with talking, like 30 seconds. Like you needed to pull that goalie at like three minutes left. I'm talking, game. I'm talking it's two one and it going into the third period. I'm t- I'm talking, I want the guy hovering ready to go. We're 17 minutes. We got to pull him. We got to get him out of there. Let's get a goal. Yeah. That's one thing I loved about the old NHL games, man. It's the first period you're up for nothing. You pull your goalie just to yeah. start getting more goals. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the Panthers you're uh, right though man I I watched that that game 7 um uh, game that uh, game 7 game I watched game 7 of that series and I I look away for a little bit and then all of a sudden Boston is up but it was a very short amount of time I mean Florida pretty much controlled that game for the most part yeah. I mean the Bo- Boston's power play one was atrocious I mean, Pasternak, Marchand, everything. I think their power play two unit scored two of those three goals, right? Does that sound correct? I think so. But uh, I mean, that sounds correct. You know, it was uh, it was a good a good series by the by the Panthers. They did what they needed to do. 
uh, and it, it explains exactly what we always talk about. Uh, that Stanley Cup playoffs, any it's anybody's ball game. But we agreed, Bob, that they probably do need to redo the series because Boston. Yes. This is, they, had, had a, <laughs> they had a historical season. So if, if, if I'm going to propose this, if Florida comes out and beats Boston again in a seven game series, then, you know, we'll let it stand. But if they don't, then, yeah. we, then, you know, the, the, the gods have spoken. So that's all I'm going to throw out there to, to everybody. <laughs> uh, that loss was almost as historic as that Reddit post. Almost. Um, that there's not much new. There's not much other news uh, in the NHL. We're going to cover the playoffs in our main topic. So let's go ahead and move it outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The NFL draft. Um, not a very um, exciting draft this year. No, a lot of um, questionable calls. Bryce Young too. going number, yeah. Bryce Young going number one overall. Um, man, the Alabama quarterbacks are just populating the NFL now. I think that's six starting quarterbacks now. Um, I gotta say that you know, obviously, it's probably just a little bit of uh, biasism because we are here in Nashville, but. People are not happy uh, about the Titans' uh, Will Levis pick at all. I, I honestly, I, I kind of like it. I'm not, I'm not against it. No, I'm not against. I'm not against it either. I'm not. A, I, I, I told you uh, that I'm not big on Will Levis. I don't think a lot of him. I didn't think, you know, that he is gonna. I don't see a lot of what other folks see. But for that capital and for that opportunity to get that guy, I don't look down on that you know what i'm saying does that make sense like it's not my guy if you would have traded back yeah. up into the first round and took him at like 23 to 27 or something i think okay well that's weird why would we use capital to get there but if he's sitting there uh i mean let's be let's be honest 100%. malik willis is has, has all the problems that we said that malik willis was gonna have a liberty quarterback that yeah he's mobile but he's not super massive he's not super fast uh he, he was a good third round value last year and he's not dead in the water or anything he's he's a serviceable you know backup quarterback but will levis has more nfl measurables more qualities more you know uh you know more chances to become what an nfl team wants and his big com- comparison was ryan Tannehill. You know, I think that if you sit him behind, you think Levis is going in early. I think it's a good opportunity for them to, you know, let him learn behind Tannehill uh, what he can learn and, you know, take over uh, at a later date. So that's just my thought process. Uh, yeah. Washington had a had a really good draft, man. I, I liked what they did. Uh, liked the Titans tackle pick, too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's good, especially uh, you know, they'll finally have a good left tackle. Um, you know, replacing well, he'll the play right tackle. you know, trash and he big will play right tackle. Around. He will not play left tackle. <laughs> um well yeah. He's... Uh uh hey, 
I'm making a joke about Terry Lewan here. I know. <laughs> but, I was just telling you, he's um, going to play right tackle. But yeah, no, so with, with yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Will Levis, I think that, you know, he comes from a, uh, a, a school that plays a, a pro style offense. You know, a lot of people said, why didn't we take Hooker or why didn't they take Hooker instead? And I just, I don't think Hooker is the answer. I don't think that's the, I mean, that he, I think we don't have that the personnel. Hooker's numbers were kind of stacked. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think Will Levis will work. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying he's going to be rookie of the year, but I did say that I think he'll replace Tannehill as the starter sometime between week six and week eight. Um, I think he'll be, I think he's got the size, he's got the speed. Um, I think just overall he's a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill um, is, and he's also cheaper at this point. And I think that Ryan Tannehill, you know, he, Tannehill's going in the last year of his contract, and they need someone to get in there and, you know, take the reins of this team that two years ago, everyone thought they had a Super Bowl window. I don't think anyone thinks that anymore. No, um, no. I mean, Titans really pissed pieces. away their, their window, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, windows are so small and can be shut so quickly when one or two pieces get moved. Um, very surprising to see uh, the lions take Jamar Gibbs so high. That was a very, very surprising pick to me. Uh, Bijan Robinson going to Atlanta at eight. Uh, I still think he's the clear one Oh one in a, in, in a dynasty draft format, but I'm much less interested in Bijan Robinson at Atlanta than I am somewhere say, I don't know, Chicago or, uh, even you know Minnesota, and they're getting rid of Dalvin Cook. It's just it, you know I just don't I don't know how it's going to work out there. But a lot of skill players, really bad landing spots. Uh, JSN going to Seattle uh, kind of hurts his value a bit to me. Uh, with with Geno Smith and DK and Tyler Lockett already there. Um, there was just quite a few you know folks that went to places that is you know, good for them and good for the team, but specifically not great for dynasty football players like ourselves. You know, I'm sorry, dynasty football coaches and general managers. We, we don't play. We just coach the team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one pick that I really like um, from the Packers, uh, is Luke Musgrave. Uh, I think that if he can come back from these uh, from the knee injuries that ended his season, I think that he's a an big, tall, very extremely fast tight end. Tight end, um, okay, that's right, who that's right. I think will Jordan Love. I think that could be Jordan Love's favorite target up there. I think that he reminds me a lot of Gronk's style. Um, now let's just see if he has Gronk's talent. Yeah, that's a tall order for sure. Uh, Tight ends can definitely be safety blankets. Uh, this style of offense the Packers have, uh, I think a lot of dump offs. I'm I'm looking forward to you know Aaron. Yeah, a- see what Aaron Jones can do. So what? I said especially for young quarterbacks too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, but he's you know he he's got the Aaron Rodgers treatment. He's got to sit behind uh, an all time great for three years. I'm not worried about you know, Jordan love. It's not like a, a rookie coming in and taking over the reins. Like this man's seen some NFL time 
Aaron Rodgers came in and just flowed yeah. immediately uh, when, when he got in. And I don't think Jordan Love is Aaron Rodgers, but I personally think there's something to be said. And you know I'm a, I'm a proponent of this. Getting a quarterback, letting him sit behind a veteran for a couple of years. Not all of them. You know, yeah. guys like Andrew Luck are going to come in, Peyton Manning, they're going to come in and they're just ready. You know, they're just NFL ready. There's nothing you can say or do about that. But there's lots of guys that get get brought in, get thrown into a role too quickly, and can't actually learn the sport and learn how to how to be an NFL quarterback. Because, yeah. you know, being a running back, yeah, the guys hit harder and, you know, they, you know, want to take your head off. And the plays play calls are longer and maybe a little more complicated. But guess what, Bob? A halfback toss is probably a halfback toss, just <laughs> like it is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just it's just okay. You can you can call it Dragon 13X762 90210, you know, call me call me lately or whatever. But if it's a toss, the guy you're just going to toss him the ball, and he's just supposed to run, right? That's it. That's pretty much the game plan for this guy. So, yeah. uh, I I think that Panthers made the right call. You got to go Bryce Young. You don't trade up to get one of the guys you could, you know, maybe snag elsewhere. Uh, not a big C.J. Stroud fan. Love what the Texans did though. Did though. Uh, got you know got Stroud there at two. Their guy. And then traded back up and got Will Anderson. Um, I think that was that was a dominant performance. Not a not a big Anthony Richardson guy. I don't know how you think uh, think about him, but I'm not uh, too worried about him going to the Colts. I don't think that uh, he's going to be a be long for the league, at least as a starter, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess I I don't know enough about Anthony Richardson to to give my thought on that i haven't i just didn't see much of him in college so i don't know much about him um but let's head on over now uh we've got the packers and jordan love agreed to terms on a one-year extension through 2024 for 13 and a half million guaranteed up uh to a top of 22.5 mil uh we just you know we just did a good little talk about jordan love so i don't think we really need to talk much more about jordan love uh except um, for how stupid that is point. except uh, for how stupid it was yeah, yeah, except for how stupid it was of him. I know it's a more cap-friendly, you know, thing for the team, but he gave up 7 mil. I mean, it was supposed to be all guaranteed, that whole 20 million. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I get it. Yeah. You want to be a team player, but hey, what if that's your last 20, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you go out in training camp yeah. and you uh you break a leg uh or tear an Achilles and your game is never the same. I don't know. Seven mil seems to make a long-term yeah, difference. If you're going to take a hometown deal. Yeah. If you're going to take a hometown deal, you got to get multiple years on that. You can't take a hometown deal for one year. That's not I how did, that works. I did the, uh, uh, I did the quick I mean, research. You got to get four or five years out of that. Uh, I was talking to SAS and I did the quick research on Packers uh, season ticket wait list just to update myself, you know, to be familiar with all of the culture in America. Uh, it's, it's currently at 147,000 people. Good news is Bob, you can will your spot to a chillin when you die. So no worries. Oh, you'll move up along the list or your, your <laughs> bloodline will. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, let's move into our main topic. We're talking 
the absolutely insane uh, NHL playoffs. I mean, holy shit, what an absolute crazy, uh, I mean, week this was. Uh, I, we just going through it real quick. We've got Seattle knocking out Colorado um, in seven. We've got Dallas knocking out uh, Minnesota, which wasn't too surprising. Um, we've got Vegas beating out Winnipeg, which I think we also coming. We got Edmonton uh, beating out uh, the the Kings. We had Toronto beating Tampa and getting that monkey off their back. Now they just have to get that second and see if they can actually win a second round game. Um, and then let's see my sites being a little weird. It's not like I got you. Uh, Florida. Uh, beats... We got Carolina beating the. Okay, go ahead. I was because Florida beats uh, Boston in seven. Carolina beats yeah. the Islanders in Ooh. six, and New Jersey beats the Rangers in seven. Wow, uh, what a what a crew, what a what a motley crew we have for this next next round, Bob. Yeah, we have Dallas playing Seattle. We have Vegas playing Edmonton, Toronto playing uh, the Panthers, and the Hurricanes playing the Devils. But a little note on that game for you, Bob. I forgot to put it in the uh, in the news section. Eric Halla is now going to be playing the Hurricanes for the third season in a row in the playoffs after he was traded from them. Little bad blood, so uh, might get a little chippy <laughs> out there. Uh, for the he played nice. for the Predators in twenty one in the first round series, which is always funny to to remember that the Predators had a first game a round series against the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, <laughs> and then the Bruins last year, and then so this year it will be the Devils. So uh, it was pretty vitriol in the Pred series. Um, I'm, I can only imagine that three years and then going to a team that literally calls themselves the devils is probably not helped. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's gonna be fun to watch, but I mean, holy shit, uh, looking through these matchups, uh, what would to you, which uh, we're not going to go with the most surprising. Cause I think that, you know, Florida, Boston takes that, which was the most fun to watch for you? Most fun to watch, I think. I mean, it, oh, that's that's very tough. I think that there is. It depends on what kind of fun I was looking for. All right, Bob. Uh, if I was looking for <laughs> extremely chippy hockey, high scoring, uh, you never knew when something was going to break out. It's got to be Toronto. Tampa, right? I mean, that was an yes. exciting series. Yeah. The only thing, only I think the only reason it didn't shoot to the top of my mind is because it only went six games. <laughs> I mean, uh, that was yeah. If it, was, gone, if it had gone one more game, it would have been insane. That was there was always something going on in that series. Um, just I think fun based on the two teams playing each other. Uh you know, how it started, how it kind of ended New Jersey and, and New York was still fun. You know, that, that in town rivalry, all of the fight videos we got yeah. from devils and Rangers fans. And that was, that was fun. Um, fun note on their four losses that the devil, uh, that, uh, the Rangers took to the devils, the Rangers scored two goals in those 
uh, in those games, in those four games. So you're not going to win a series like that. Uh, just, uh, just unfortunate, but great, great comeback by the devils, you know, losing two at home and then coming back and winning. Uh, that's, that's exciting to me. Uh, yeah. Because I think that I think she wrote for them really early yeah, on in that series. I think the Kings and Edmonton also kind of had my eye as well as a as a very exciting series. Uh, but but what about what about you, man? You got something specific in mind? I think that Toronto Tampa Bay matchup was probably the most fun. Um, but I think overall Colorado Seattle. I mean, watching that just absolute amazing performance of just pure hockey. Like that was some damn good hockey. Oh, uh, I'll tell you, man, game, it was, I mean, I loved it. It is very Seattle looks dangerous. It's I was about to say, it's very reminiscent of a little known team in this town called the 2017 predators, you know, that, that scrappy team that's going to lose this next series. But you look up and somehow they just don't. You know, they just are are clicking yeah. on all cylinders. Um, and, I, th- you know, the funny thing is, Bob, we both talked about that a week before the playoffs were set. How Seattle has turned it up, how they're playing. And Colorado turned it up a bit, but, you know, only to a, a certain level. Uh, I think that we got kind of enamored with Colorado being the past champions. They were here before, but that wasn't really the same team. Uh, you know, they lost a lot of their grit. Uh, yeah. Say what you want about Nathan McKinnon and Rantanen and Landeskog. Landeskog wasn't here, you know, this year. And I think they were missing the one key piece that they needed, and that was Kadri. Uh, Kadri gave that team a grit that it let McKinnon and Landis Garg and Rantanen play hockey instead of setting the tone of the game. Uh, and so I think it's something that we o- overlooked by yeah. just the pure, it's that bias that we get from being other sports fans first that look, man, it's the number one seed. They're going to win. It's no, no problems, no questions, yeah. no questions asked. So Great series by Seattle, yeah. and, I, and I think that Seattle, they can beat yeah. Dallas. And for man. Seattle to go out there, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to oh, say, I think, I think can Seattle do. can beat I, Dallas. I, I, I think Seattle can go in there and win five, maybe six. Um, but the way Seattle won that series, mm-hmm. they that was they went into Game Seven like they'd been there before. That was a dominant showing, the entire uh, game from start to finish. Uh, you know, Colorado had that one um, goal called back and you could just feel uh, the air taken out of that arena when that offside call was, was made. And the moment that happened, I was like, oh, I think Seattle's got this, man. They were controlling the puck. They did not uh, let Gorgiev have time to leave the net to, to get pulled. I mean, they were on that attack late in the game. They They weren't just playing defense. They weren't playing for the, you know, just to knock, you know, lose at the end. They were, they were kept their, uh, you know, foot on, on their necks the entire game. And that's the play style that I think is going to get them. I think all the way to the Stanley cup finals. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's definitely possible. Um, 
any series that you thought was going to be very exciting and ended up just kind of just being blah, you know, just not really much to, to watch. I, I was expecting more from Carolina, New York, to be honest. Uh, it was yeah. just kind of, you know, just another day in the office. It felt like for these, for, for Carolina. For sure. Uh, Carolina kind of battling through a lot of injuries and just still being able to, to pull it through was, was great for them. Uh, for me, that it was Vegas and Winnipeg because it all the games, all five of the games, had the makings of a great series. Just a couple of things just went Vegas' yeah. way, and a five-game series is not super exciting. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter how close those four wins were. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's still a five-game series, and you still got you still got tanked. <laughs> I think that uh, Winnipeg exposed a lot of Vegas's weaknesses, though, and I think that Edmonton is going to be able to easily exploit them uh, personally. What is what are your thought process on that that series there? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. great analysis, Bob. Seattle, Edmonton. As much as I would love to see Seattle, Vegas. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you covered everything. I think yeah. that Vegas just doesn't have the firepower to keep up with uh, Edmonton. I think Edmonton's just, you know, if if those two players, if Drysdale and McDavid play their game at even 75%, I think Edmonton wins this in five games. Yeah, pardon my French, but Edmonton got their shit together a little bit towards the end of that that series. You saw them start playing more of a playoff hockey style rather than um, – you know, just the way you're able to play in the regular season, a little more loose, a little more, you know, just a, just a different style. They came out after getting, uh, you know, getting beat in a heartbreaker in the beginning and were able to kind of come back out of that. Uh, I like I like Edmonton and what they're going to be able to do. I think uh, I like their defensive core a little better. Uh, you would like to see a little bit more from R and H, though, right? I mean, a guy that had ninety plus points this oh, season yeah. uh, has a couple of assists in in a, in a pretty big series. You, you'd like to see that boost up as an Edmonton fan. Um, I mean, the Hurricanes Devil series is going to be going to be good. It's going to be low scoring. You know, it's not going to be exciting, yes, per se. Uh, but I think it will be a, a good series. But I think the one I'm most excited for is obviously Toronto, Florida. Uh, I mean, just both of those teams yes, had such a I, good previous series that it's hard for me to say this isn't the most anticipated, right? I mean, we're going to have an Eastern Conference final team between Toronto uh, and the Panthers. The Panthers, it's it's more impressive that it's the Panthers this year because last year they had such a phenomenal season. Uh, and this year it was so mediocre and they barely just scraped into the playoffs. Uh, but sometimes that's what you need in hockey. It's about, you know, that, uh, that, that hot streak and Kachuk is, is just absolutely dominating right now. Uh, Montour is absolutely dominating right now. And Bobrovsky is absolutely, uh, tearing it up. He didn't start that series. Yeah. Uh, and he came back in after they were down 2-0 and, um, really really stepped up so uh, i don't know what it is with bobrovsky and and beating the hell out of president's cup uh president cups winners uh but <laughs> i think that the tampa bay lightning remember that uh, little thing in columbus 
And I'm sure the Boston Bruins will remember this little performance <laughs> uh, for a long for a long time as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's move into joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Alright, you found this one. What are we looking at? Florida principal. We're going to a Florida woman. Uh Florida principal resigns. After writing a hundred thousand dollar check to a scammer posing as Elon Musk. <laughs> oh yes, you've heard correctly. This principal was a principal of, of school children in Florida. I'm sure she's been a, a, a outspoken advocate of the book bannings, but she got tricked into giving a hundred thousand dollars to a scammer that said that he was Elon Musk. So I obviously I have so many questions, um, but I'm a very smart lady. Well-educated. I fell for a scam. McGee said, you are acknowledging what we're all thinking, right? Where, why, why would a literal, the, the one of the top three richest people on earth just able to go to a bank uh, a little over a year ago, say, what up? My name is is Elon Musk, and I want to buy Twitter. And they gave him $44 billion to buy Twitter. But you think that Elon Musk is coming to a Floridian principal and is like, hey, I'm, I'm run up on it. I'm coming to some hard times. And I need a hundred K it's me, your friend, Elon Musk. You've probably heard of me. I'm a pretty big deal. She's like, this is, this is what I need to do. Uh, are you reading through it? Have you found anything that would make it better? So, um, I found some stuff that makes it worse. I looked at, I, I found an article this- from a different, uh, news from like, you know, like the, the local news source, um, from that area, like the, the local NBC, uh, <laughs> news station a couple things she said that she was groomed and <laughs> tried to play it off like the person was grooming her as if she was like a child um she was just scammed <laughs> second of all this person did not claim to be elon musk but claimed to be but claimed to be elon musk's right hand man oh that was that was how he got this her. was she had been saying for years that she wants to get a hold of Elon Musk to her friends so that he can invest in the school. And she thought that finally she, that, that like her prayers have been answered when she got an email about this. So she'd been spouting this out to a lot of people and someone was clearly like, Oh, I know how to get this. Yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't as even if she like, thought that it just went down the, the, the vine. Like, this isn't, this isn't even an Indian you know, like scam, like company or whatever. Like, you know, they're not remote. This is her neighbor, dude. Her neighbor has been hearing for yeah. years about how she just wants to get in touch with Elon Musk. And he's like, I've had enough. I've had enough. He's like, I'll bet you he's, he's sitting there. He's drinking with his buddies. 
He's like, I'll bet you 50,000 of the 100,000 I'm going to get from my neighbor that I could get her to give me 100,000. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I thought it was, so is it the school's the- money? Because, like, yes. according to so McGee, she's principal. Scan- that's so. Oh yes. Yeah. She used the school's money, and apparent, uh, she reportedly believed the person she made the check out to was Musk's right hand man, uh, matching funds with this guy, and he was supposed to give six million to the school for fifth for a hundred grand. She also only had the authority to write a check up to fifty thousand out of the account, but no more without board approval. Fortunately, the school's business man- manager got wind and stopped the check before it cleared. Um, she originally was not going to resign, but it came out that this pr- uh, principal had been fostering a highly toxic work environment for years. And three other administrators said that they were going to leave if rather than work for her any longer. And her and her husband resigned. Her husband was a teacher at the school. The board yes. chair said this was the only possible outcome. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, what sense would that make if the if 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 Elon Musk, that's right, what I have to imagine Elon Musk's right hand man's name is Relon. Uh, yeah. If if he was coming to you. Why wouldn't he just give you the money? What does he need? The, oh, it's administrative type of fees. I got, I gotta get my, I gotta get my money unfrozen. Is the thing. I got the six mil. It's sitting there in the account. I just need, I just need the hundred. It's tied up in space. I just need the hundred. Yeah. To get to it, I just get access to it. It's like an entry fee. You know what I'm saying? But there's six million yeah. in there, so the hundred thousand is nothing. You're yeah. up five point nine mil. Think about that. Yeah. If you're all right, look, look, you're at a board yeah. meeting, you're sitting there, you're at a board meeting and you could say, Hey, I've got all of our money and it's all accounted for. No problem. Or you could say, yo, what up? We're down a hundred. Don't stress it though. Cause we got 5.9 milli coming. You know what I'm saying? Like that's easy money. I'm making that, <laughs> I'm making that sale 10 out of 10 times. What a joke. So, man. you know what would be crazy, though? It's just because I'm I'm on Twitter. Would it be that unbelievable if a week from now, Elon Musk tweets out about the failed opportunity this school had to get money from him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He, like, he like posts the com- he posts the combo. He had my, had my right ma- right hand man. He was out there. He was doing the he's doing the Lord's work. See, th- he's like, this is why. I am the way I am is because I try to give away 6 million and people are like, no, like <laughs> that'd be uh, yeah. unfortunately I tried telling people that my bank is on the dark side of the moon. And so there's administration fees when it's on, when the moon's on the wrong side, <laughs> I am, I would not be surprised at all. Uh, if he did this to save a clearly whacked out Florida woman, he would do it in a heartbeat, dude. He'd say, we were going to do it. stand as well. We were going to give him the money. Yeah. We were going to give him. <laughs> what a joke, uh, Let's move into what are you binging? It is the start of the month. Um, I don't know if I've done this before. I've been watching a lot of QI. It's a British uh, show. Like, uh, like all, all my love, the shows I love, British panel shows. Uh, it's comedians 
on yeah. a panel show. They definitely done are this asked like trivia questions. I I've done this one before. Okay, I do it's a okay. lot of British panel shows. It's okay, you're allowed uh, to do it so twice. Many seasons. So you're the way to- each, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each season is a letter of the alphabet, and each season has like 24 episodes where they do like a topic starting with the letter of that season. So like I think I'm on series M right now. There is a and I think they actually start the series over again at A at some point. That so there is many episodes. Horrible, Bobby. I'm not gonna lie to you. You, I mean, you know, do you? But I'm <laughs> out on it. Uh, I have been binging. I mean, really, lots of of uh, basically just Xbox. I mean, Red Dead Redemption Two. I've been playing uh, a game Empire of Sin, some NHL. I've been playing all over the place, but. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, been, you know, putting some good hours into that. Uh, me and my horse, Pony Soprano. And uh, then I've been uh, checking out the, this 60 Days In show that I found. It's an A&E show, but I think it's on Hulu or something. Uh, but basically, uh, I've, I'm only in season two, and so it's been a single jail so far. But it's they have regular civilians like go in the jail and like gather information so they can give it to the sheriff and you know not like not necessarily like on specific people but just like conditions of the jail like what can be improved that kind of thing uh and so it's pretty pretty interesting you know i mean cool you know i i was always a big fan of uh msnbc's lock up raw you ever see that Back in the day, I mean, they used to play yeah, that shit all the time. I have not. What? You ever saw Lockup, like yeah. San Quentin let's or whatever? Let's move into <laughs> no, no, God, I haven't. God, dude, you gotta. I have not now. seen it, but I'm, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to find it and check it out. Yeah, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right, so this has been an issue. I might have done this one before as well. But this has been an issue uh, I don't think for have. a long time. That is, when you go into a supermarket like Walmart, Kroger, Publix, you know, those big, big chain stores, and their beer aisle is not cold. They just have beer sitting out. So if I'm on my way somewhere, and I'm assuming because you just, some Walmarts are cold, some Krogers are cold, I get to the one in Newport, and I got to get my case of beer, and it's room temp. I don't like that. I need, I need my beer cold so I can start drinking it when I get to my destination. I get, yeah, we got ice, but we also had a bunch of crawfish in the cooler. So I didn't have room in the cooler because I assumed I was like, oh, crawfish are so out luckily, there. You risk going. people, people Bobby, to, you risk huh? people yeah. get, you risk people getting sick. That's not on you. Okay. <laughs> you gotta get the beer cold. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to make this crawfish if I don't have the beer cold, but I don't know what you want from me. It's a catch 22 yeah. here, Bob. Yeah. Luckily, I have complained about this before to my wife's aunt who took that into consideration. And the day before got me some beer and put it in the fridge. So there was cold beer when I got there for me. So what you're saying is this has obviously been a, this has obviously been a complaint for you, Bobby. It's literally been solved for you. Your complaint (laughs) was some, your complaint was something that wasn't even a problem for you. That's against the but it spirit. Could have been. That it could have been, been, but that's against the spirit of the game, dude. It's got to be something that you complain to the end of the earth. <laughs> um, and honestly, and I've it said, was a problem for me for twenty minutes. The twenty minute drive there, I, <laughs> I, I, 
I said all that to you to basically just steal what's snapping your stick uh, for my own. Uh, you pointed this out. <laughs> you pointed th- you pointed this out to me this weekend. Uh, we were texting, uh, but yeah, it, but it was so true. We have three playoff games on Saturday. We're not, you know, only thing you're competing against is the NFL draft. Day three of the NFL draft, I might add. Uh, and you have three <laughs> playoff games, one hour apart, starting at five thirty. Like, what was that? Like, that was ridiculous. Like, not even a 2.30 game or anything. You know, like, give us a... It very easily should have been yeah. a 2.30 game, a 4.30 game, and a 6.30 game, right? I mean, easy. I mean, yeah, or even like a noon, three, and maybe... I can see not like wanting that. a I mean, noon playoff game. You know what I'm saying? You want to catch, you want to catch eyes. And so, like... It's not football where people are going to probably wake up for it. It's just got to be on. So I would say, you know, I mean, I would even be okay with doing like 4.30, 6.30, and 8.30. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long as there's two hours apart, like, I don't care if there's a little crossover. I get that. There's going to be some crossover. But I, I just yeah. don't understand why it's got to be right on yeah. top of And the worst up. part is, is them delaying the start of the other game because it's overtime. Because it's like, a vote OT. If you don't so want to delay like, oh. the other game, just <laughs> spread them out. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you, you had this chance. We didn't, ha- like, we could have done the delay that we built in via time. <laughs> we could have just auto delayed. <laughs> and you know what happened, Bobby, yeah. you know what happens this isn't when like you delay March it? Madness where one team has to come on and play. Well, and you know what happens when you delay it, Bob? I'm no, I'm no fan of commercials, but I would have to imagine that ESPN is fans of commercials. And so it seems like you get more commercials by making me sit in front of the TV longer. Yeah. You know, anyway, stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But all right, guys, uh, thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back again next week. Uh, For Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been another episode of the Pucks Out Podcast. See you all again next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.